Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. As we dive deeper into our mastery, we are talking about becoming a conscious creator. And this really is how we bring forth new earth. My guest today is a beautiful energy healer and a channel, and she brings forth and sings forth light language. These are multidimensional encodements for our empowerment as the bringers of new earth for the light workers and everyone on the ascension path. Jamie Price is here with us today to give us an update in the ascension process and offer an activation for us as well. Jamie, welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Lauren. I'm excited to be here again. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining. Hello, everyone. Jamie will be taking questions. You can bring those in over the Q&A box or star two to raise your hand if you're on the audio or web call as we will have time for a few callers. Jamie, it is always so wonderful to touch base with you and catch up with you. The energies recently are so intriguing. Let's start there because I think many are actually following this inner directive that they can hear with these current energies. Yes. Yeah, the current energies are really beautiful and they are not necessarily always easy. And it's important that if you're flowing with them wonderfully and everything feels great, that you embrace that and amplify it. And if they don't feel great, that you nurture and have the patience to let your body catch up, let your choices catch up, and not get into any kind of self-judgment or anything like perceiving how you should be. Because these energies are very intense and they are bringing us to another level of service. And that means readjustments. So what we've been experiencing lately is quite 
a, a beautiful push of upgrade. And this last Eclipse series was certainly a, a beautiful doorway for that. Those always mark a reset point. And they are just stacking on each other as the, the time goes by that we are really amplifying things. Ariane, the Lyran Council of Time that I channel, is calling 2018 the year of amplification. And one of the things that they point out is when there's a clear signal, you're amplifying that. When there's static, that's getting amplified as well. And so no judgment on what you're experiencing in the moment because it's transitory. And when it's feeling good, amplify that. When it's not, nurture yourself and remind yourself, ooh, excellent, things are changing. They also said recently in this last channeling uh, last month that the ascension symptoms, the physical symptoms are amplified right now. You know, many of us are noticing more ascension symptoms and that quite often we will notice them in our sensory systems first. It's not that those are the only things that are affected, but we're so attuned to being aware of them. So our eyes, our ears, our, our nose and mouth, the, those things that we are very accustomed to paying attention to, digestion, those kinds of things you might be noticing more of because your body is going through a, a cleansing process and an upgrade process that does have some effects physically. And so if you're noticing more ringing in your ears, if you're noticing um, things with the sinuses, uh, a lot of people noticing things with the eyes right now, uh, those kinds of things are temporary and part of the process of transformation that we're going through. If something persists or you're ever feeling like this is worrisome, go see your doctor. Don't be afraid to try all of the different things that are available to you to help you through this because what will happen is you'll go to them. If it's ascension symptoms, they just won't be able to find anything. They'll, they'll be like, there's nothing there, and you will feel better knowing, okay, I can relax. So remind yourself this is an intense time of change and give yourself that nurturance to get through it because what we're doing is a really beautiful process of empowering ourselves and shifting the physicality to support more flow of our love. And that's a big thing about this year of amplification. Clarity is going to be a big key this year. What is my true intention? What am I sensing? What am I feeling? Where am I feeling like I'm balanced? Where am I feeling like I want to shift something? And then following through with lots of relaxing into that change because that's that compelling of love. So it's a, I love how you said intriguing because it is a really intriguing time. You said it so beautifully there and it really shows everyone the power of love uh, when we are here even in some of these chaotic times in the outer world and this question came up from listeners even over the course of a weekend you know when there's tragedy it really is time for us to amplify that love really 
And I love yeah. how you said it's another level of service and it's an upgrade. And you and I were chatting before we started our show that it, it feels like it's a Mercury retrograde because everything around us, it's not just us who are upgrading. It is our equipment and computers and electronics, too, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Ariane has been talking about the spiral a lot lately in a lot of different ways. And it is part of our structure. You know, we live in a spiral galaxy. That that movement is within everything. And so it is um, tied into our entire experience, physical experience. So when what we're experiencing now is it is as if we were at that tip of the spiral, not the dispersed out part of the spiral that flows slower, but the part that's moving faster. And that's what we're experiencing. Things are speeding up because we're at that time of more intense spin with the spiral on a, on, in layers of scale is the best way to put it because it's not like the earth itself is spinning around faster and faster in noticeable ways. What's occurring is in the whole scale of where we are at, we are in a time that has, we're in a physical time space that has more magnetic pull on it and that creates that quickening of that spin. And when that happens, everything readjusts. So we see things occurring with the earth, we see things occurring in our physicality, our subtle energies like our emotions and our thoughts and sometimes that lag time of catching up to that spin is what we're noticing with things that feel like a mercury retrograde or they feel like god this is weird why am i so emotional right now or why do my eyes keep blurring and then going into this beautiful vision what what's going on and it's just that physical reaction to those energies and of course our electronics are going to be sensitive to that as well so it's fascinating how when you relax into things more that is when you actually start aligning with that spin and moving in an easier flow with yourself and they gave this analogy if you were in a train that was moving fast down the countryside and had this broad, expansive view, and you look right outside your window, things are moving so fast you can't focus. And so you try to move your head to catch something, and it just you end up almost feeling nauseous or sick. You can't see clearly. But if in that place where you're moving fast, you look farther ahead or farther out or even backwards, then you have that broad expanse, but you don't have that ability to see the details right in front of you. And you can apply that metaphor in a lot of different ways. So at this time of increased spin, it's time to kind of go with the flow of what your inner realm is showing you. Because in that, if you were in that 
spin physically, your physical body wouldn't be able to just move easily like it would if it was moving slowly in that spin. So at that time, there's such an increased magnetics that you're, you're being compelled strongly. So how many things have you noticed in your life that feel like they are compelling you more strongly? Like are you compelled to shift in some way or do more of something else or slow down in other ways? What's compelling you? Because this is a strong energetic right now, and when you go with that natural flow, you're, you're taking the benefit rather than pushing against and trying to force things. So if you're noticing that something is working well, go with that flow. If you're noticing that something's not working well, relax and let the things form and, and show you where that natural flow is because that's where you'll get that, that assistance from that natural engine that we are within. And that spiral form is consistent in everything that we're creating, that there are times of moving more slowly, there are times of moving more quickly. And when you relax into all of it, you're aligning yourself with the natural speed of how things are occurring. And then you... you are experiencing less of that lag time. But no judgment if you are experiencing some lag time because sometimes the physical just needs some time to catch up. Yes, no judgments, uh, particularly against ourselves and the harshness and kicking ourselves for things not happening. And that is a challenge uh, for some in the beginning of a year when so much need, you know, we see the vision and we want to take action and move forward. So relaxing into all of it, it really is the new way of working and moving. So thank you. I love that. Going with it when it works well, and if not, just relaxing. That really is more of a, a receptivity or a divine feminine aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and in that way, you're blending those those two, the divine masculine, which is an active state, a focused state, and the, the, ooh, the divine feminine, which is a receptivity. It's allowing things to form. It's that focus into the subtle and blending that understanding that that kind of clarity isn't always available. And if you try to force it when it's not there, you're not allowing that natural flow. So opening up to both of those is important. And we tend, humanity tends to be more masculine-focused, more more outward action step, mental-focused. And so we're adjusting into allowing more. And that can get confusing sometimes. It can get frustrating sometimes because you want things to move at at your pace. But what it opens up is such a flow of creativity that you start to blend with the natural flow that your life is wanting to take you on. And that is when you discover that thriving definitely a work in progress sometimes because 
the, the habits of active creation are sometimes hard to break. I call myself a recovering type A personality because when I worked in corporate, I could get a lot done. And then as I started opening and really getting in tune with more of my authenticity rather than just what the outward expectations were, it took some readjustment period. And at first it felt very fatiguing because I wasn't going with that natural flow. And then what ended up happening when I left corporate and I was in that flow was I was getting even more done but with less stress and not it, it's just an entirely different dynamic. And I can remember things like something would sit on my desk for three weeks mm-hmm. and I would look at it and I'd be like, I know that has to be done. I just can't. That's It just can't. And so I would let it go and i would at this point i was constantly working to find that balance point of following the flow of the energy rather than the outward expectation and i it took practice and sometimes i would pick it up and i'd be like okay i gotta do this i'm gonna try and it just would fall flat i could not get it accomplished (laughs) and finally i just surrendered i was like all right you know what i'll get to it and I let it sit until I had the inspiration, and it can be subtle. You know, it's not like I was joyously being like, I have to do this now. It was just like the the impulse, the subtle impulse, I'm going to do this. And I picked it up, and one phone call, that whole thing got completed within 10 minutes. And it was so Mm -hmm. huge that big VPs were calling me and going, how did you do this? And it was so simple, only because I was just following the energy. And people had been trying to complete it and couldn't complete it. And there I did it when I followed the energy. That was the timing of finding that one person that was like, I know exactly what you need. After multiple people had tried. And it's not because I was magnificently intelligent. It just was following the energy. It was a phone call. At the most perfect time, mm-hmm. right? And and it was almost as if the stars were aligning or there's different hours and astrologics at, at play here. Yeah. And actually, it's, it's, it's like it's incubating. It's mm-hmm. like these ideas, they come in or you know that. And so I love how you describe it as following the flow of energy uh, and not judging yourself for that and, and understanding that it would come. And it was just that one phone call. So when the inspiration comes, you also said that word surrender. Mm-hmm. When we surrender, and actually when we go out in, and, and forget about it, or, you know, like my mother used to say, oh, if you have warts, forget about them, they'll fall off. And they do, usually, if you forget about it. But in this case, it's it's go and and follow the energy of joy that inspiration comes in and there it all aligned so there would be some that would say oh i really want that but goodness how and really it's it's i'd say meditation is a powerful part of that and learning how to read these energies talk a little bit more about learning how to really understand them i mean there's the it's it's like light and dark, right? There's harsh energies and there's some that are flowing. And mm-hmm. so like if you're 
if you're in a car and you're hitting every red stoplight, that's something to pay attention to. That's kind of like what you're saying here. Yeah. Yeah, and and often when we, let's use that hitting every red light example, when we that something like that happens, most of the time our natural tendency would have been to go, what am I doing wrong? My energy's not aligned. What am I doing wrong? As if you're getting punished with red lights. When in that moment, what is going to serve you is to relax into it because that's what opens your field up for change. And it's counterintuitive. You know, we, we, we've been taught, well, pedal to the metal, drive faster, and you'll finally get ahead of the cycle of the, whatever those red lights are on, you know. Mm-hmm. But energetically, it is that relaxing that opens you to the flow of new information. That's what opens you to your creativity. It's what opens you into uh, a natural rhythm that when you need to move fast, you'll move fast. When Mm -hmm. you don't need to move fast, you'll take life in more deeply. So getting used to trusting yourself in those is a big one and tuning into what you're noticing in your emotions, what you're noticing internally, because that's where your subtle realm is. It's your thoughts and emotions that Ariane calls your subtle bridge. Subtle speaks to subtle. And so your thoughts and emotions are speaking to that huge engine that builds the physical world. So when you are thinking and feeling in a... Um, an open way, in a nurturing way, in a loving way, that's when you're tuning into that 99% invisible energy and using it in a, a greater flow. Now, you can tune into that energy and you can create if you're angry or um, pushing, pushing, pushing. That works. You know, We see evidence of it. It works. But it's not sustainable. It's not that open flow that honors the natural cycles. And so it ends up creating a a response or a consequence because you're pushing a lot of energy through a small opening. So when you balance that with that internal realm that is finely attuned to your own thoughts and emotions and your readjusting your thoughts and emotions to serve your openness with that flow, that's when you're using more of that engine of life, that engine that's invisible that creates worlds. And tuning into that can take some practice. So like I had said with the red lights, you know, our first tendency is, what am I doing wrong? I'm not aligned right. Okay, i got to align myself. Okay, align, align, align. <laughs> but but um, if we just softened into that and allowed that to be, we would take the benefit of all of those red lights slowing us down for a moment mm-hmm. so that we could breathe into a new flow. So I agree with you. Meditation is a wonderful tool for getting accustomed to 
tuning into your inner realm and not letting your inner realm run out of control. Another good practice is asking yourself, what am I feeling in this moment? Because when you look at the feeling, you're going to tap into what's beneath the thoughts. You're going to tap into what's unconscious and be able to shape that more into your consciousness. And that's when you start becoming a conscious creator. That's when, excuse me, you start using more of that brilliant mind that, you know, you hear we only use 10% or varying percentages. That's what they can measure. And it's because so much is so unconscious. So as you're tuning into what am I feeling, you're going to get better and better at tapping into your unconscious motivations and bringing them into your consciousness. So you're Mm -hmm. starting to utilize more of that brilliant mind. And these, it's important to remember that the subtle realm is called subtle because it's subtle. (laughs) It is not always obvious. Sometimes we get those big obvious hits, but Quite often, so much of it is subtle. I laugh at myself sometimes because I use my psychic senses all the time, constantly. It's, it's my job. So I am every single day I'm using it. Not a day goes by. And yet, sometimes I will get these psychic hits and I miss it. I just, I'm like, that's weird, I'm thinking that. And I move on. Mm-hmm. And then something happens and I'm like, oh, duh. That was, <laughs> that was my intuition. It was a subtle thought. So you have to get tuned in to what am I generating with my conscious mind and what is coming forth from something that I'm not necessarily focusing on in the moment. So your emotions are going to be a big clue and getting used to discovering those that tiny voice of impulse. And sometimes you have to soothe yourself through it. That's why I used the example of a phone call that had been baffling so many people for so long, myself included. That following that instinct and letting that sit on my my, uh, desk for so long took some effort of really calming myself down. And a couple of times I even had to try to make the phone call. I had to try to solve that issue and, and not, you know, to fail at solving it in order to allow myself to relax. And so when I was in that relaxed state and I felt the impulse, it made sense to me. And I knew... I can follow this impulse and I have nothing to win or lose. Either it gets solved now or it doesn't. And that's out of my control. So that that deeper emotion under it, I was looking at, well, how do I feel about this now? All right, I'm not feeling pressure. I'm just going to try this and see what happens. So that I, I could listen to that smaller impulse Finding that 
detail of your own subtle communication within takes some practice, but it's so worthwhile. We are very accustomed to controlling our outer realm and um, what generally happens at first is we think, oh, my thoughts are powerful, my emotions are powerful, I have to communicate to the subtle realm, so I'll control my thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. I'll control them to only positive ones so I only experience positive things. And we may not say it that directly, but that's what we're doing. I'm only going to think positive thoughts. Oh, I, I can't say the word need because it's harmful to me. Mm-hmm. I can only speak to the universe in the present term or it won't understand. I can't say the word no to the universe because then it thinks I don't want whatever. And, and so we get focused on controlling that when in reality, if we just let our authenticity bubble up from within, we're transforming that unconscious, we're transforming the fear that keeps us controlling, and we allow that authenticity to surface. And that's when we can then start transforming that into an open flow or something that's working more with those subtle realms because the rules of the subtle, subtle realm are different than the rules of the physical realm. That subtle realm is all about resonance. It is the epitome of that famous quote, be the change you want to see in the world. Your resonance is what that subtle realm is responding to, the totality of your vibrational information when you relax, the core of what you are broadcasting to the universe is, I trust. I know I'm capable. If I have to respond, I'll respond. If it's not the appropriate time to respond, I'm patient. I am peace. So it's, it takes some getting used to, for sure. Oh, yes. Okay. You said some powerful things there. And I think it would be wonderful right now if you could lead us on an activation really for aligning with New Earth and getting into the flow of our own New Earth creations, allowing us to trust and really know that we are capable of bringing forth those dreams because now is the time. There's no more waiting. I know a lot of light workers, even who I've talked, and, and New Earth leaders, even in the past few weeks who I've talked to, we're ready, but then there's still a little hesitancy. So that would be beautiful to really um, work through, forge through this uh, resonance of hesitancy. I know that I'm kind of, we're, we're talking about being in the flow and not forcing things, but perhaps there's something that, you know, removes a, a, a hesitancy as well so that mm. we can align and be yeah. in the flow. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it is um, removing a hesitancy in many ways because uh, when we feel safe to relax, when we feel safe to trust, and when we feel safe that we are can be and will be fulfilled, that's when we can relax and open because then the fulfillment isn't coming just from the externals. It's something that's more consistent within and even the ups and downs of that 
are easier to deal with because you know the pattern. That's when you have that detached compassion throughout the entire journey. So it's at its core an issue of safety, that first chakra, and feeling safe to really fully embody your human experience and that pace that life is calling you toward. For many, it is more of a pace of relaxing and patience. For others, it's a pace of igniting that courage to take the risk to express yourself, to take the risk to um, really allow yourself to be perfect in that moment. So, yes, let's do a light language and crystalline soul healing transmission to help open us to that peace that is within our safety and our courage to love, most especially to love the self, so that that flow of love is strong and full and replenishing. And that natural flow to love all that's around you comes from that wellspring of love that's within you. So everyone take a nice, deep, and relaxing breath. And while I'm doing the light language and crystalline soul healing frequencies, just see what you notice, whether it's physical or emotional or thoughts or seeing psychic experiences. And know that your higher self is activating the encodements for you, so you will release and you will activate whatever is perfect for your path. Chan suramek tura kairu starut aina. Chanu rakat ilarumat inesukua. Kan charu sakura yatia. Semjura masuk taru ayat nel urekerut tea suktayo mash terumea. Sanderu ket inenchutsum. Namushtaru saik taruel in. Sam shura sakura yakat unum jaru maya suk taru at. Tal staruna sukuareat nima. Et chutzeru kahit em. Kam charumasuk tairut al staruna sukua. Sam Sharumasuk Tairut Al Tatsushtarumayarut Anishtairu Kal Sterunesuk Tarumat Sum Sarumashturukasuk Tairut Dal Sterunasuk Tairuma Tainen Uraket El Chen Sudanasuk Tairumai An San Jarusakura Ket El Sterumerk Um Tan Hirunek Turma Katsushtairumat Il Kutsaim 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 Kuts
Sam sharu mastuk tayat o lekteru hashtiru sektirana. Shen seru nerumat in sharu mastuk tayl an sirukat ia. Sen shur sakuri maktel in surunut. Janu saru mayarut al shtarudat u. Shtaru e suru kona tairut al. Jam suru makarat an et suru ne hut na ima cha. En shu sayuk ukua. Kan suru shtaru at elel ima. Kamano saru at shtaru kasir pet ile keru at. Jan saru ne kukum. Zandiru mestu ua kakiruma, et serustar et hinel ima, em serustan umai, tan heruket ua. Et sustum sairut ul. Ton arunairuk aliel em charumasuk turuhut nai ten shten surderut. Susharukat ul. Kamurakat nestarusakarataile aliashturumasuk arukat. Ken shurusaktiru ut ned surishtairumat ile nat irehek. Kanashtan surakeru at tel hikyarumat in sen shurasakurakyat ul. Kan suruma thoma. Man shurasakurakat alal ishtayit an kan saruka. Kumsaru kesturu ut nehi, shen surma u kura tayit anahat irot alel nam charu masuk taru ua, san sharu sakura kieti nehi it surmat alel. An sishteru sakuri at dila, gami san sharu kiet irat alel, san daru mat ila shtairu kasak nairu ma. Panjaru masuk taru ut nehiket am. Katsushan surnet um. 
men du rektel ut Jerusalem, dam ura pat ilalene. Sanjura Sakura Mayarut An Tan Uranat Alal Nam share just a little of what I was getting during that and remember your experience can be different because your higher self is activating the encodements for you um, there there was a lot that was releasing from the throat and even the back of the neck um, the back of the head all through that limbic system of the brain the um, there, the whole, my whole lower body, first, second, and third chakras, the whole lower body got really hot, which means there's, it's burning through any um, uh, energies that are no longer serving your highest good. And that, that warmth, that fire, that heat, fire is the energy that transforms quickly. So you were burning off things that weren't serving you. Then... Um, there, there was a time that the, um, the energies that we're channeling were this really supportive, divine feminine energy that was helping to connect, connect us with this earth, this earth plane, in a way that is from our power, not that, um, that feeling of lack of control or that feeling of um, not being in the right place because you're, you're here for a beautiful, loving reason. And, of course, there's so much that's out of your control, but your power is immense and you are infinite. So it's just this 
deep nurturing experience. It's really beautiful. And then it, towards the end, there is this um, this release of a lot of emotions that have been holding us back from uh, being able to tap into that power at its next level, that power that comes from such a deep courage to love that the, uh, the compelling and the sharing with life is inevitable. And so that at that point, there was just this big release that felt very emotional. And um, for many of you, I had the sense that there's going to be a lot of processing happening in dreams and, and sleep time. And um, so watch for those kinds of things and, and nurture yourself if you're feeling emotional that you, you give yourself the time to process. And sometimes it's not appropriate in the moment, but that you do find that time to process and those ways that help you process, whether it's being out in nature, supportive friends, um, movement or meditation, have many different ways of supporting yourself to process through those energies. Wow. That was very, very beautiful, and I hope everyone felt that as well. I know we had some people feeling that, and in their ways it'd be lovely to hear what some experienced. Uh, When you said that the that um, this really was like burning off things that were not serving us. It was very empowering. The whole session there, The at first, for me personally, it just felt like it was um, like shocking energy at first, you know, like rubbing your feet on the, listening to your words. When you rub your feet on the carpet and you touch someone and, and you get a little shock, mm-hmm. that's kind of what it felt like. And then it did turn into a very nurturing energy, very soft and like ready to just curl up and lie down in a very comfortable position. And so I also hope that 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 helped people today who have already typed in comments about depression. Hopefully that did help with the release of that and and a lot of other emotion. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Depression is a a symptom of overwhelm and it's it's the opposite energy of anxiousness, anxiety. Both of those are states of overwhelm and that especially that what I was experiencing with that burning off of those lower chakras, the excess that's not serving you. Um, that's burning away a lot of fear, a lot of things that were um, created uh, in in the physical interactions, you know, in, in life interactions that create that lack of ability to receive that support from the physicality and support from the earth. So excellent. I do hope that that is... Um, helpful because this this intensity that we are going through can stir up 
a lot of things to transform. And um, when when so much comes up, the body can either go into anxiety or depression, and so that should help um, burn off some of that energy. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. And I hope it helped others. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll bring up a couple of these comments. Michelle in New York says, I am not at peace these days at all. And I hope that uh, she asked for a light language to release anger, bitterness, fear. And I think that's what we did there. So, Jamie, maybe that's what some of those emotions that you were feeling is this anger and bitterness and fear and panic. Mm-hmm. Aligning us with infinite peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, the the products that we're offering, there's a lot of them that are going to help with getting some of those emotions out and helping to tune into that love. Um, and just to help those that are feeling especially more of that intensity these days if it feels unusual there is a lot coming up for clearing and so when you have those emotions they don't feel good we are hardwired for joy and feeling good and so to not have that is extremely uncomfortable to put it lightly and when you're feeling them if you can develop some patterns of reminding yourself, I'm going through change, I am changing, I am changing, it just helps to start that relaxation. But I will tell you very honestly, it's not going to feel good in the moment. It's not like this is not trying to put a blinder on and go, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, when you're mm-hmm. miserable. This is about consistent, real change. And so when you do that and you're feeling all of these negative emotions, you know, anger, frustration, and and confusion, and hurt, pain, when you start doing that at first, you're not going to notice much difference. You're not going to feel better. You're not going to feel bliss in that moment. But if you stay consistent with it and just let it be okay, that you're saying it, but still feeling whatever you're feeling in that moment, I'm changing, I'm changing. This is a pattern of change. This is a symptom of change. This is an indicator of change. You're starting to open up that flow, most especially in the second chakra for many of you I'm feeling right now, that helps you release in ways that aren't so traumatic. So eventually you'll start to feel more peace, more peace, more peace. And what you're doing in that moment is surrendering into that feeling and allowing it to flow more easily. That is different than trying to mentally shift yourself into something that you're not in that moment. It is different than resisting what you're feeling, and it is very different than just remaining angry. You're not doing that either. You're supporting yourself on a progression of change. And these are not easy times. Even I was noticing, especially in January, that, whoa, it was getting intense. I had so many ascension symptoms, and I'm like, 
I know I know this pattern. I've even had something similar before. I know what this is. And I would still have those moments where I would shift out of that knowing and be like, what if? What if that? Maybe it's this. And then I would soothe back into that open state of I'm changing. I will know when there's time for an action because I take them if I need it. So, yes, these emotions are intense right now, but tiny, consistent steps create a huge trajectory of change over time, and that's that deep inner work that makes the real change. It's not as hard as we think. Mm, Yes, it's the deep inner work, and then realizing that these emotions are leading us back into uncovering what's there in the subconscious that needs to be cleared. So it'll be beautiful. These are beautiful tools that really assist us in doing that and continuing to clear that out so that ultimately we we do listen to this inner voice and we do walk in 100% trust of what we are creating. Okay, so beautiful. Let's take another question here. This one is interesting. Linda in Canada would like you to explain what if other people in your life have put a deadline to fi- for you to find a job by a certain date and you just can't relax? Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, good one, Linda. Thank you for the question. Woo, deadlines. We all have them in different ways, don't we? Rent is due on a certain day, bills, job deadlines, um, things from family. So in the physical realm, those are part of what we are dealing with. And the key to subtle work is not perfection. That's that's, uh, something that is not attainable in the physical realm. It is inherent within everything that we are, but it's not a mental or a physical experience of creation because it's all subjective. So when you are dealing with deadlines, it is that inner work that we just spoke about that helps soothe you into openness. So, Linda, what I would recommend is when you're noticing that tension, ask yourself that question that we were talking about earlier. What am I feeling? And that's going to help you surface up the things that are wanting to transform because it's not comfortable and it's unlikely that you're going to sit there with a deadline of, people pressuring you to get a job by a certain date and just feel utter joy. It's possible for some. Pretty high standard. I don't want to have to reach that one. But but what you're looking for is not the perfection of utter bliss. It is the openness of flow. So when you ask yourself that question, what am I feeling, and you let some of those authentic emotions flow that might not be popular 
identities for light workers. Like I'm feeling resentment. I'm feeling angry at my family for putting this on me. Um, I'm feeling stifled. Like I don't want to do that. I'm feeling resistance. I hate going to interviews. When you let that authenticness come up, that's when it can transform. So then that next step with those is to nurture yourself through them. Nurture yourself. Let yourself receive nurturance even about feeling resentment and resistance and hating this thing and not liking that thing. Because when you nurture yourself into it, that's when you soothe into an openness that is that expansion that is available for you. So then you start to use this natural, subtle bridge that you have, your thoughts and emotions, to transform yourself, to shift into things that you didn't know were possible. So, for instance, when you notice that resistance coming up, I don't want to get another job. I felt so suppressed in that last one that was awful going in and and feeling like I wasn't a valuable part of the team. Then, Then you can... Soothe that by nurturing yourself. Oh, of course I felt that way. That was challenging. And sure, I got stronger from it, but it sucked. <laughs> You're letting yourself soothe into transforming those emotions. And after you've done that work for a little bit, you're going to notice that you feel some relief. Like, it's okay where I'm feeling. It's okay that I'm feeling resistance. It's okay that I'm nervous. It's okay that I'm feeling these things. And that right there is a large part of the work of soothing yourself into openness. And then the next step, take it a little bit higher. That next step is how can I shift this experience so that I actually enjoy it? And enjoy is a relative term, meaning here's a challenge. That might be enjoyment or I'm going to create something that's so awesome. I'm going to be shocked and delighted by what I've created. So I'm not just going to get a job by that date. I'm going to get the best job I've ever had. So you're taking it up a notch. But you do that from that space of authentic relaxation and it's okay that you resist this. You nurture that. And then you turn it to that next level of how can I enjoy this? How can this be a creative process for me? How can I take the win of this? And and then that deadline becomes irrelevant because ultimately all it is is something that has been placed there as if it's the most important thing when it's not the thing that's deciding your entire journey. As you shift from within, you're opening up to a flow that has created this entire experience and has the ability to fulfill you because you are it. So step one is 
soothing yourself in that moment because, of course, that's nerve-wracking. And don't worry about getting into bliss about it. And talk yourself through, what am I feeling? I'm feeling resistance on that. Oh, of course I would feel resistance on that. On and on and on until you feel some more of that relaxation. And then just little tweaks of, how can I enjoy this? What you will notice is when you start those tweaks of enjoyment, sometimes you're like, yes, I got it. This is going to be, I'm going to create a job that's this, and and my boss will probably not support me. Like it's going to go back and forth between positives and negatives. And when those pop up, soothe yourself through them. Because that, that process of the authenticity and observing what's really coming up from within you is what helps you transform to where the details around you are less powerful than the immense flow that's within you. Beautifully it's said. not always an easy journey. <laughs> Again, the deep inner work that we do that is our our responsibility, our clearing, and it allows us, I love how you said, the soothing ourselves into openness and then shifting it into joy. If we can follow those little steps, it really does assist us into it in powerful ways. It's like, you know, it's like belief systems. These are all just belief systems. The thoughts, the emotions are showing us where we just have to cut through that. And you called it the subconscious. Yes, it's our our programming. So be gentle on ourselves as we transform during this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to share a few more comments from our audience about the activation. Margarita in Mexico says such deep sweet sorrow came out saw an image of being suddenly slashed by knives from all sides and angles many tears that's powerful Mm, nice what a beautiful healing sometimes these traumatic things releasing seem hard to experience but it's that that bringing the light to them that helps them transform. Beautiful, Marguerite. Thank you. Mare in Denver says she felt such a deep state of peace and safety. Yes, again, it's very nurturing and very loving. Suzanne says during the activation, it was like I gave myself permission to smile and to see myself as love. Ah, beautiful. And Karen says that was powerful and amazing, my body was pulsating. My head was doing vibrating beats. I love the energy. Thank you. Excellent. Yes. And Marcy, Marcy says a very beautiful activation. For me, I felt very cold with continuous shivers. No heat whatsoever. Should I be worried, she asks. Excellent. Good. Good. See, I love how um, everybody's experience is unique. And... Mm-hmm. Um, What a cold feeling represents is a deep reset. So the the hot energies are burning through something. And when you're feeling that deep cold, that is that 
that deep reset energy or that void of space that is where the new is created. That is the womb of creation. Excellent. Mm, very good. And Jennifer says, I felt a release in the frontal lobes of the brain. Mm, beautiful. Very, very interesting. And this all helps others. Again, some may not feel anything, but really? when you hear what others say, it does um, make us pay a little bit more attention to these other these other areas that maybe we were not thinking about. Okay, okay let's go to Marie's question. Uh, this comes up a lot. Healthy boundaries. And she asks, what are healthy boundaries with family members who do not see me for me? They see me as baby sibling, not who I am in my 60s. They were emotionally and mentally abusive. What does forgiveness mean? And please, I want to not judge self for not wanting to be with them. They play mind games, and it's not comfortable. Mm. Whoo, good one. Um, so... Healthy boundaries are an interesting one, and um, later when we talk about dragon heart, this is a lot about boundaries, and this is coming up big time for people. Um, even I'm having a very, uh, very similar experience. So um, healthy boundaries are always a work in progress. And one of the things that Ariane said um, early on, you know, they they had me um, understand the subatomic structure, you know, the the nucleus that has the proton and the neutron, and then the electrons on the outside. And they taught a lot of different things about that, but the core was 99% of that is invisible, and it's about 1% matter, and that same ratio is throughout all of our lives. So our physicality that we experience is 1% of us, and we are 99% invisible. We are 99% energetic. So it's the same thing with our boundaries. They are 99% based on our energetic information and 1% action. But when you have to hold a boundary it feels like the exact opposite. It feels like it's 1,000% action and 0.0001% support from the energetics. So healthy boundaries are always a moving target in the moment based on what you're needing. However, when you do that inner work, you're shifting that 99% invisible you. You are shifting the information that you're conveying on an energetic level. And the action of that is learning to say no when it is for the highest good of all involved, whether they like it or not. And I often use the example of parents. So when you have a, a very, when you have an infant, you will wake up in the middle of the night to feed that infant because it's for the highest good of all involved. Even though, as a parent, you'd rather be asleep, but that that service is so compelling that it's so worthwhile to wake up and feed your child. And you do that throughout most of their life. But if you wake up in the middle of the night to feed your teenager who's hungry, 
are you still helping that child? Or are you enabling something that will uh, not be for the highest good of all involved? So you shift your boundaries and saying yes to things and saying no to things and um, looking at how is this serving the greater good of all involved in the moment. And the bad news about boundaries is it is only ever your responsibility to hold them. It's never anyone else's responsibility to honor them. It's your responsibility to hold them. However, when you do that inner work, you're holding them with that 99% support. And when you do that inner work, things start to shift around you, even your family members. Forgiveness is a huge key to that because it takes the energy out of you. You're no longer holding on to it. And it lets it transform into the wisdom of lesson learned or the wisdom that is within your energetics and speaking to the field around you and holding 99% of your boundaries. So for the subtle work of that, it is about finding within you that part that says, I am an adult. I am not the young child that you think I am. I am the adult. I am self-nurturing. I nurture that young child within me now. I protect myself now. I make choices for myself now. And holding those boundaries is uncomfortable at first, but it is so worth the effort because what you are doing is imprinting information into your energy field of I will stand for myself of what is best for all involved. Now, so many of us on this call or listening to this are natural givers. We are natural healers. Our compassion flows so strongly that it's hard to turn it down to say no to someone who wants something. But when you start looking at what is for the best of all involved, that's when you recognize that honoring of the self that says, I need to sleep through the night. My teenager can take care of themselves. And that way I can serve that teenager better in the morning so that you are making choices from empowerment for all involved even though you're not controlling how they're responding to it and when you allow yourself to be nurtured by yourself so you're self-nurturing you're self-soothing you're um, supporting the self with that loving compassion that says it's okay to feel resistance in this moment. It's okay to resent the obligations that are being pressed upon me. You're soothing that resentment into healing that then transforms into that wisdom of lesson learned that says I am safe. I am love. 
I am enough as I am and constantly changing. And the obligations from the outside are those that I will meet with love or I will step back from until I feel that love so strongly within me that I cannot help but flow it. And so that's what that calling to resist being around the family, as you said it, in this moment, because there is something compelling you to strengthen your love within. And when you do that, the interactions will change. They will not all be perfect. This is not the realm of perfection yet. But you will find first subtle differences and then greater and greater differences in how others are responding to you because that 99% of you is speaking strongly. Honor me or you don't enjoy being around me. You don't get to be around me in person. And I will love you from afar because love is who I am. Beautiful. And I know that touches many who have asked that question. Thank you. Again, it shows the power of love and the power of self-nurturing and self-soothing as we do this inner work. Very, very empowering. Thank you, Jamie. I want to talk a little bit about the work that you offer, the tools that you offer. They are all encoded with crystalline soul healing and light language. And we've got two special packages for our listeners, 5D Empowerment and Conscious Creator. Let's take a quick moment and chat about those, and then we'll take uh, one or two callers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, this first one, the 5D Empowerment, if, if I was to give you the broad overview of these two packages, the first one is helping with that deep inner work. And the second one is how to create from that space of empowerment so these flow together so well. Um, This first package, the 5D Empowerment, um, this one has a, a mix of downloads that work to heal you deeply from within. So this first one, Aligning with Your True Power of Love, This is a 20-minute light language, approximately 20-minute light language transmission with music, and then a 20-minute guided meditation. And when I first created the CD, this, uh, my guides had said, this is the only one you ever need to do, actually, because your true power of love is what changes everything. However, sometimes we like to go in through a more specific doorway, and then that's that, that, uh, more immediate thing that helps us keep moving forward. But this particular one, Aligning with Your True Power of Love, is the core of healing. So it helps to release those blocks and connect you more deeply with your true nature of love. The next one, Dragon Heart, this is all about boundaries. Um, Open heart, empowered boundaries. And it helps to... um, Strengthen that love and strengthen those boundaries because sometimes when we're first setting a boundary, we do have to step back in order to strengthen the self. 
But good, healthy boundaries are all about sharing your light with the world. They're all about opening you up to greater flow, not bigger walls. So that's um, the, the core piece that helps bolster those boundaries. This next one, release and open, free your creativity, free your joy. That uh, is kind of self-explanatory. We actually release a lot of old baggage so that you are just lighter and, and more able to uh, express your joy. This next one, loving boundaries, again, it's a big topic. And uh, it's actually up even in the collective energies right now um, that I'll be talking about in the March video. Um, this loving boundaries is more layers of working with those boundaries so that you're really establishing a, a good energetic of that 99% invisible information that is the core of your boundaries. Um, this next one, trusting a self, that gets deep into tuning into your natural capability and your flow with life. You are life. Life wants you to thrive. And as you trust self, you are inherently trusting life and trusting that flow. So this helps deal with that mental and emotional aspect of trusting yourself. This next one, the peace that passes all understanding, it's all about that active state of peace. Um, peace is not just waiting. It's not just patience. It is um, an active state that is very creative and open and adaptable. It's not a mon monotone. And then finally, empowered sovereign that um, brings that into that core understanding that the power of this physical experience as we experience separation honors your uniqueness. And when you fully honor that with an empowered love, you flow with life and you honor the uniqueness in all life. So that's a really beautiful one. I love that particular um, class. And then the second package, the um, Cosmic Creator, Conscious Cosmic Creator, that one is all about taking that to the next level of creation so that you are um, more in tuned with that creative spark within you. This first one I so love. It's called Hope Internal eternally, um, so that you are um, allowing and nurturing that transformational stage of moving through hope and trust and faith. I have heard often before, oh, you should know hope is a bad word. You shouldn't say that. You have to tell the universe you already know. And it is always a um, transformation that you're going through and the universe speaks the totality of your vibration, not just your words. Words are very important, but the universe speaks your totality. So when you are comfortable, even in those transitional stages of hope and faith and trust, that's when you flow through them without that desperation. And that's what people are referring to when they say, oh no, hope's not, not good. It's when you're in that state of desperation. So this next one, Lionheart, um, I sometimes feel like this one should come with a disclaimer of 
how much it moves so quickly um, because your courage to roar is a big one. And um, I always get a lot of comments from this one that the transformation was so powerful and so rapid that sometimes it's a little uncomfortable. So sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and then I just love that class. Um, this next one, <laughs> Ignite Your Inner Spirit, that is all about um, loving that inner spark that is your uniqueness. And that begins really feeding that flame and um, the really nice three-part way that that, that opens up. Um, and then it gets a little more specific. So creative focus takes you through um, how to create consciously with um, that, that flow that I talk about continuously. It's not just about the action. That's an important part. But that when you're using that subtle bridge, you're shifting your resonance and creativity becomes much more exciting. Um, and then passion, this one is all about stirring up that flame of passion so that everything starts to become more cohesive for you. It's not just, now I'm creative, oh, I've got to go to work. That everything has something within it that can inspire you. And when you get accustomed to finding that and nurturing that flame, everything becomes exciting. And then finally, Cosmic Crown, why this is called a Cosmic Conscious Creator, where you clue into that broader, expansive life and you're, you're owning that whole galactic heritage that is you. And in essence, excuse me, you're tuning in to that 99% invisible aspect of you that... Um, flows with this broader flow of the universe with more ease. It's a really exciting way that that one came through. I don't even want to give it away. Um, but that cosmic, uh, that cosmic crown is fascinating how that came through. It's beautiful. Mm. Thank you for that. Such a beautiful library of work there, Jamie. Really wonderful that, of course, is available in the special offer, and you can get both of those or each one separately. Again, we want to thank you for that because these really are such beautiful pieces that people can use in many ways in their life. Your passion really is to assist in this ascension process, and you're doing a wonderful job at it. This is really how um, are, we are supported in our new earth creations. So thank you again for that. Okay, let's go to, uh, I'm going to take a caller. We're going to go to, well, let's go to Torino, Italy. And it is Giovanna. Hi, Hi Giovanna. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. And Thank you to both for this opportunity. Um, I was wondering um, if uh, I can have a reading of my energy in this moment because I I can't feel very much. Uh, so uh, I uh, mentally 
and really mentally on what you're talking about. Uh, but I couldn't uh, feel much during the activation. Um, and I'm wondering wh- wh- why. <laughs> mm. Well, the the answer of why you couldn't feel it really is, and, and I mean this in the most loving way, it has no value because there is nothing that you need to feel in order for it to be valuable. Um, and so what what has happened is you've um, created a, a problem of that within yourself, like you were missing something. There's something that you're not, act, you're not getting because you didn't see it. And so the, the first thing is to, to really let it be perfectly okay that you didn't feel much. Because mm-hmm. there's so many different reasons why. I mean, this just it it could have had a galactic resonance where you have a different resonance, and so you would have felt something differently. There's no right or wrong for that. Um, and the when you look at that pattern, it's important to always let it be. Um, perfectly good that you're experiencing whatever you're experiencing and then keep moving from that space so that you're soothing yourself into more and more openness. Mm. One of the things that is coming up in your energy field is connection with children and the reason that it's coming up in your energy field for me right now, the reason I'm getting that information is because it's tied into what I was just saying. The it, children are coming up in your energy field because there's a natural resonance that you have with them and especially to um, support them and for them to support you where life is more about play. And... Mm. There's um, there's a release of responsibility and a release of stress and pressure that um, is you're really being compelled toward right now. Um, there that energy of play is what's going to help you find the things that you naturally feel um, very uh, ignited by. Um, what kinds of things feel creative to you? What do you like to do for creativity? Well, um, drawing, maybe Good. drawing, painting. Painting. Uh, that's what that's what I was seeing. Good, good, mm. good, good, good. So, <laughs> when you're painting, what do you feel? Um. Well, I, I'm in silence, actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or at last, um, and then I feel free. I feel, I feel I'm free. Yes. All of those things, like, like kids feel, they feel free. They feel in love. They're not usually very silent, though, but... <laughs> no, but no, boy, boys is in the head. Uh, that's, that's what I mean. Uh, so I simply follow what 
what what wants to 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 be painted yes and that um that same type of experience is important for your whole life so that we all have responsibilities and we all have deadlines but um, when you're approaching more of it from that playfulness and that creativity that's like, ah, oh, I'm taking actions, but I'm also watching what's coming forth, what's coming mm-hmm. up to be played with, with in painting in one way and in life in another. So that, that release of responsibility and pressure is, is flowing away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Do you ever paint with children? Mm, no, I paint on my own from time to time. I have to force myself to do it actually because I over criticize me. But I've never painted with children. Mm. <laughs> so um, that that over criticizing the self that's that responsibility that i was talking about is wanting to release from you and mm-hmm. it's awesome very awesome that you are forcing yourself to paint so that you're actually getting used to letting go of that criticism so kudos to you because you are moving forward and in ways that are helping to transform you and that next step then is to play more mm-hmm. and yeah. really let that joy of discovery flow even more. But you are already doing that, and so you're right on track. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really comfortable hearing that. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Good. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, Giovanna. Now is the time to play, really. It is when it gets easy once we do this work, you know, and we just get out of our way and we go with it. We flow with it. Yes. Well, here's another question from Carrie, and she types in, I have a question about resisting my life's purpose. I feel my soul calling me to spiritual healing work, but I'm totally resisting it. How do I get out of my own way and allow Mm, good, good. So what um so I'm I'm gonna go broad first and um the best way to get out of your own way and allow is to take tiny steps because we often um stop our progress from the the feeling of the enormity of things when really it's just one little step and little step and little step at a time. And so take some little steps. Reach out to some friends. Some Go to some meditation groups and find some people to work with and work on so that you are taking that little step of doing the the spiritual healing that you're feeling drawn to without the pressure of my soul is calling me because you're going to answer that call you're totally going to answer that call it's just one little step at a time and and sometimes those big the bigger picture stops us from making those little ones that that next step is to 
look at what you enjoy about it. What feels so compelling? Why is it so compelling? What am I feeling? And when you give some focus to that, it stops being about, oh, I should, but I'm not doing it. Because that's there. And, and of course you're resistant. It is scary to start things. It's something new. All it is is an unknown. But when you let yourself um, feel those feelings and focus on what's compelling you, then you're giving less attention to the how and the when and the, the, um, the details of it. So um, take some small action steps and ask yourself, what am I feeling? And get into those feelings of um, what's compelling you. Um, and I want to um, get a little more specific with it too, um, to remind yourself of the ways that you've already been naturally doing this and that your resistance is just a moment of strengthening. One of the things we can um, easily do is resist our resistance, and boy, do I get it. But, mm-hmm. but um, resistance in and of itself is not wrong or bad. Sometimes it is what's necessary to create because if we didn't slow down just a little, we would miss a lot of the details that we need for that fuller picture. So even surrender into your resistance and nurture yourself through that. Of course I would resist this. It feels huge. It feels like something I want so much. It feels like something that I know is so helpful. And yet all it really is is just little steps. So let it be okay that you're resisting and nurture yourself through resistance. Of course I would feel some resistance. This is an unknown. I'm starting something new. It feels like a risk. So nurture that and and you'll be soothing into those tiny steps that will then build into bigger steps and and funner steps and many steps and huge change in trajectory over time. Yes, over time. Again, we talked earlier in this show about this incubation period for these ideas as well. And so when we follow the flow of energy, we allow for that to happen. So I love that. I often call that putting one foot in front of the other. We know what the calling is. We just take those little steps. Beautiful, Jamie. So wonderful. And this has been such an exquisite experience tonight with you. Uh, that we just thank you and we honor your time for this. So as we say goodbye, I would love to allow you a moment to close our circle with a message and any light language transmission. Mm. Well, first, I personally want to say a big thank you. A big thank you to you, Loren, for this beautiful opportunity and gathering so many powerful people together. Um, A big thank you to all of you listening. I so appreciate you taking time
time out of your life to support my passion and allow me to share that. I'm very grateful for that. You are an amazing, unique being. And one of the things that Ariane says constantly is throughout all of time and space, there is no other you. You know, you are connected to all of it, but the uniqueness that you are in this time space, that is nowhere else in all of time and space. That's how amazing you are. And we are at a really exciting point of opening more and more. And just your desire to improve yourself and improve life for others is amazing and it's making a difference and so please remind yourself of how sacred you are because it is that core truth i had a pivotal experience when i first started opening up and and that was to understand the power that's within me within jamie it is the power of love and when i got that deep understanding of my power it came with the clear realization that that same potential is within every single being. Every single being. There is a power that is within you that is the same power that builds worlds. It just has your unique experience and your unique desires within it. So it looks different than some other things. But that power that's within you is amazing and you being here to bring that to earth is a powerful gift to life. Ariane always closes every channeling with some light language, Isha, Ema, Eta. And what it means is you are received into our being. You are loved. And because we have received you into our being, our being is now different. And we move forward changed just from this interaction with you. The greater picture of what I see with that in the subtle realm is how we connect even though we're not in physical vicinity of each other. So in this moment, we're hearing each other. And it changes everyone. It changes me. It changes you. And there's a vast web of support and love that is helping you as you move forward in your life to thrive and share the beautiful love that you are. So thank you so much for coming here in service to all of life, being the beautiful spark of life that you are. Beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reminding us of that beautiful spark of love that we are. Jamie Price, thank you for this quantum conversation. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Blessings, Goddess. Thank you. Well, what another beautiful episode. I invite our listeners to come back to the replay and listen to that light language activation with the crystalline soul healing encodements. And now as we integrate this beautiful session today, it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Let's listen. 
cosmic heart. Enjoy. Someday, someday, are you asking? 
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.